This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. If there's one thing I've learned about fly fishing over the years, it's that a day on the river is part of the healing process when I'm in pain. Not physical pain, but emotional pain. Because of the hard things in life, because of the tragedies I've experienced or witnessed as I've walked with other people through them, uh, there's some healing that takes place on the river. Dave, would you agree with that? Absolutely. There's something about standing in thigh deep water, casting a fly over the surface of a run where the trout are hiding that provides you know, some medicine for the soul, to use, a, to use a cliche. Absolutely, and that's what we want to explore today, the healing properties of fly fishing. Now, we're not trying to go mystical on you, and I can assure you that we're not melancholy people. Well, I'm melancholic when I fish with you, Steve, <laughs> because I feel you, bad for you. <laughs> no, it's because you don't catch any. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, when, when we step into a river, whether we're alone or together, it's not like some dark cloud starts hovering over our heads. I mean, most of the time we're laughing, and and honestly, I'm so intent on getting the right drift that I, I think of nothing else except catching trout. I mean, I, I, I feel bad when you're not catching trout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what is it about uh, the river and fly fishing that, that helps us deal with the pain? Well, back in 2010, um, I went through probably one of the hardest times of my life. It started in the second half of 2010 and then went through 2011 and 2012. Uh, those of you who are in business uh, may remember the Great Recession. And while it may have started in 2008, 2009, um, for my business, I didn't see the effects of that until 2010, the second half of 2010, uh, 2011 and 2012, I lost some retainer clients and it was back in the day in which you simply didn't land new retainer clients because of course marketing is a first thing to go uh, in a recession and usually the last thing to come back. Yeah. So it was during those years though that I remember you and I, at least one of those years, went to Montana twice. Yeah. And looking back, I was thinking, what business did I have to do going twice, given you know my our financial <laughs> situation, or at least yeah. my financial situation? But it was is as I look back on it, I see how appropriate it was and how important it was. You know, fly fishing is for me is almost like a discipline. It's something that you know I I need to do and I do do on a regular basis. But I think for me during those years, fly fishing was really a way to distance myself from the suffering, for lack of a better word, that I was going through uh, in my business. I also lost a close friend in 2011 who committed suicide. So it was during those really, really difficult years that fly fishing became a solace um, for me and and really a way to deal with some of the, the pain in my life. Yeah, it's a place where we can let down. I, I remember that year, 2008. That was a hard year for me for a very 
various reasons too and and uh, the times that we spent together on on the river were were so helpful like you say it, it was a it was a solace it was just a place to uh, uh, let down and and breathe a bit more deeply i i do think the rhythms of fly fishing can be soothing and and allow me to take a deep breath i i slow down a bit when i'm fly fishing i mean i i may race to a spot i want to beat you to the, the best hole <laughs> yeah you, i don't think that has ever changed <laughs> i know you you accuse me of being the add fly fisher but but it is true that the river the river slows me down i mean i i can't run through it uh, wading is a slow, uh, graceful. No, that's not true. It's, it's not graceful the way that I wade. Whether <laughs> it's either slow or you're dead, or right? yeah, you're moving yeah, downstream. That's right. But yeah, that, that's the point. The, the river does uh, force you to slow down. I mean, even casting, you, yeah, you have absolutely. to get into uh, that rhythm. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, visiting my in-laws. My wife and I were in uh, western Idaho, right on the Oregon-Idaho uh, border. Snake River separates it, and and I got over and fished the Owyhee River. It was a it was a gorgeous fall morning in October, and and it was so uh, peaceful and quiet. There was kind of a morning fog, and and that fog started to lift, and and I could I could almost uh, uh, feel the 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 stress just the and maybe not even stressed I wasn't particularly stressed out about anything that day but you know you get wound tight just the the stuff of work and life and family and I can just kind of feel that uh, evaporate uh, just like that morning fog so what else um, makes river such a place of healing certainly it's a place where you can let down I felt that you know back in 2010 2011 2012 but you know what else is it well, I think it's another world where we can escape for a, a brief moment, and and the, the silence, the solitude, I think helps us process our pain. I, I remember a season in life when I lived near Bozeman, and and I was a pastor there, and boy, we in a space of of a couple of years, we just had some horrendous tragedies in the church. We had a a young mom who was uh, accidentally shot and killed and and uh, a seventh grader who uh, committed suicide and I never forget I uh, Sunday he, he walked out of uh, church that day and I, I said I'm gonna change his name but I said you know hey Tom you know how are you and he smiled and said oh, I'm doing fine and I thought wow he's you know he's really growing up into this you know into a young man he's not a boy anymore and and uh, the next night get a call and and uh, get up to the house and uh, yeah he had taken his life in his bedroom it's a horrible tragedy and I I just remember you know shielding the family as the the coroner brought the body bag by and then did you walk into that right after it happened yeah it was about oh my uh, gosh. it was about 30 minutes after his mom discovered and when she came home from uh, um, you know from her work and then you know later that that evening after they took his body and I'm there and there's a bunch of other people there but you know she wanted something from his room and so I mean I walk in the room 
them and they had done a little bit of cleanup but you know just to see you know just some stuff that he scrawled on the wall with his mom's lipstick and and uh wow. you know just to see the kind of where the the pool of blood had been i mean that you know that that affects you deeply and i, I don't want to pretend that oh then you just go fly fishing and it's magically better but you know that there is something about uh, you know, walking through pain with other people like that, and and you have to, you have to process that. I, I talked to a, a firefighter not long after that, and he said, you know, when when you're kind of the first responder and you're the one who's walking with people through those tragedies he said later uh, you let down and and you have to you have to deal with that and so I, I think fly fishing helped me to uh, to do that and to just being out and and that there is there's something healing and restorative about that well we did that episode uh, with Dave Cumling on healing and wounded warriors and I think um, if it can be true for them, it's also also true for us, you know, either as we are going through others when they're going through suffering or just our own suffering. And I think about those years, um, you know, that I think of <laughs> about it was a two and a half year stretch for me where many nights I woke up, you know, very, very anxious in fear, thinking about my business, thinking about uh, my family. I had just started another business um, and the advertising on that business actually just dropped off the face of the cliff um, because of the recession. And, you know, you have all this stuff that's swirling in your head. And so, you know, fly fishing comes along and it's this, you know, it's this ability to step away from that and to really escape. I think most people, when they think of the phrase escape from reality, it's a bad phrase, but I think fly fishing is a way that, um, it's a, it's a really good escape from reality. It is, you know, it's a healthy escape. I mean, you and I have both walked with people who have, have tried to, to soothe the pain through a, a lot of really destructive behaviors and, people who have abused alcohol, people who have uh, turned to drugs or or have done you know, other kinds of stupid things that have wrecked their families. And, you know, fly fishing is, is something that, uh, that you know, it, it's, it's a healthy activity. And, you know, we don't, neither you or I do it as a pain medication. No. Uh, sometimes I feel like I need pain medication Actually, after I fly fish. that make a great fish. argument yeah. to my wife when I'm making a case for another trip to Montana. I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast then. <laughs> Sorry, Jana. But no, it, it's, yeah, we we don't do this just to, to deal with pain. We do this for the joy of fly fishing. We've talked about that. But I think anything that's healthy that does bring joy to your life where uh, you can you can get absorbed in the activity becomes a parallel challenge. That really helps you um, move away sometimes from just brooding over the tough stuff that's happened. Well, just recently I returned from uh, a two-week sabbatical uh, of sorts. I uh, went to North Dakota where my family still lives and just spent two weeks mostly hunting and uh, with my father. And I decided to do that after 15 years of being in business and it's amazing you know after the that first weekend you get out you're doing a lot of hunting you're out with your family but then things start to slow down and 
that space that's created and was created in my life there really it forces like things start to surface in your consciousness that are kind of buried and um and some really good things actually forced me to think creatively about my business for the next 15 years um and so i think that space which i think fly fishing allows you know it's one of those things you don't do it for that but it's one of the benefits that you get out of that that's really true. I know that after my dad died back in the back in August of 2002, I know that that fly fishing that fall, fly fishing the next spring was was very very helpful. You know, my dad and I had such a close relationship, and and our favorite thing to do together was to hunt. You know, we hunted whitetails, we we bow hunted for elk together, and. Uh, uh, you know, while, while the hunting played a role, I, I think fly fishing, that was a time when I could get out and just reflect on some of those memories and, uh, you know, shed some tears, but yet, um, you know, doing that and then, you know, casting and catching some fish, that uh, that really helped. Yeah, catching the fish really, really helped. Yes, it did. Yeah. And it that's did. the real healing property of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really is. Well, there is something haunting and healing about a river, and, and I suspect this relates to the scripture's description of paradise. Uh, the final book of the scripture says that a river runs through it, uh, the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing down from the very throne of God and bringing healing. And so, as, as people of faith, we uh, see that connection too. Well, that'll do it for today. If you have any thoughts about how uh, fly fishing time on the water has brought healing to you in times of difficulty, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, please go to twoguysinariver.com and comment on this podcast link. Uh, what has uh, fly fishing meant to you when you face difficult times and pain in your lives? Also, we'd love for you to follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook and also to download uh, a podcast app on your smartphone and uh, subscribe to our feed. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.